Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are and whenever it is on this amazing day. I am recording on December 7, 2023. This is Robert Bolden, Life Transformed, and this is Coffee and Christ. This is my weekly share of the daily practice that has literally transformed my life. If you're new to the podcast, again, thank you so much for joining. Um, it is totally spontaneous. Nothing is planned. I literally go through several sources um, from the Bible and from devotionals and those sorts of things. And I react to them right in the moment. And when I say this has transformed my life, it really has. The more I do it, and I suggest the more you do it, the more your life will be transformed in a good way. Two, there's no downside. So isn't that the beautiful part about all of this? All right, let's get this thing started. Uh, verse of the day, let us hold unswervingly to the hope we profess. For he who promised is faithful. And that's Hebrews 10, 23. All right. So. My friend Tim, he. He taught me something here. He has something in our community, uh, one of his masterminds called Revelation Revolution, where you rewrite you know, a Bible verse in your own words. So here, let us hold unswervingly to the hope we profess. So, you know, from my perspective, yes. I have hope in God, and I do profess it. I share that. I tell people that. That's what this profess means to me. So unswerving hope that we profess. So I believe and share the hope I have. For he who promised is faithful. Yes. So that's it. God promised. And he's faithful. He's never let anybody down. His words always come back fulfilled. So there we go. Ah, let us hold unswervingly to the hope we profess. So that's a call out to all of us. So I look to the people in my life, people in our community, the people I interact with. And I think that's the key part, unswervingly, is really, really cool because that says no matter the circumstances, don't care what the circumstances are, I'm going to just keep on keeping on, keep on professing the hope I have, and knowing, and it's reinforced by um, God, and knowing that he is faithful. And you know what? Just what I talked about in the beginning is, is if you're in the word every day, you learn more and more about God's faithfulness, no matter the circumstances. So it just kind of builds on itself. And it just start, you, you just, it starts changing you, changing your thoughts. And your thoughts are really what Jesus came here 
to impact are your thoughts. <clears throat> we can't live by the flesh. We can't live by this world. We can't live trying to live up to this world's standards because that's a futile exercise. It will lead us nowhere. It will just lead us to death and separation from God. So, uh, very powerful. I like it. All right, let's go to a plan here. <clears throat> okay. Let's see. Okay, I'm going to, sorry. I want to do this. I'll do this. Let's do it. Someone else wanted to read a plan with me. I typically wouldn't do that, but I'll just go ahead and do it. <clears throat> anyway, sorry about that. So I've got a little bit of a frog in my throat here. Okay, let's go to, oh, this one I read already. Let's see. Yep. Excuse me as I go through this real quick. Okay. Now close. All right. All right, let's jump in here. <clears throat> Excuse me. What is magnetic faith? In the beginning, Adam and Eve knew they were created, and they knew their creator. But since Genesis 3, when sin entered the world, humanity has struggled to see and acknowledge the creator. Instead, we are drawn towards created things. We substitute a holy, infinite, righteous, just, true, and faithful God for what we can see with our own eyes, making our own hands, make with our own hands, and understand with our own finite minds. Yes. That is the curse of this world. <laughs> and I am, and you are too, a part of that. That's what we are programmed to believe. That's what we're programmed to understand, that we've got to understand it. That's what this world is all about. And that is a lie. <laughs> it is a lie. Sorry, I'm adjusting lighting here if you're watching this. I don't know if that's doing any good or not. I'll play around with that later. Okay, squirrel. <laughs> anyway, <clears throat> yeah. So lesson for me, really my life lesson has been exactly that. We, you know, I can't go through life just looking at what I can see with my eyes, make with my hands or understand with my own finite mind because that is not allowing God in at all. That's saying I am God, which is, whew, I don't know about you, but I don't want to trust in me. <laughs> no, 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 no. Nope, nope. In the beginning, God created humanity to connect with one another and with him through personal relationships. He created us to live his way, the way of peace, beauty, and love. I love that. So God created us to live in peace, beauty, and love. That is how we were created. I was just talking to somebody about that yesterday. Yeah, I was in a, a community. won't go into a lot of details, but a lot of times people would say, I'm calling in love. 
And I'd be like, what are you calling in love for? You already are love. You don't have to call it in. You have to get rid of all the crap that's already, that's taking you away from the love that you already are. So just an example of how the world can fool us and get us to think that, you know, we need love brought into us when we are love. That's what we were created. We were created in love and to connect with it, with one another and with him through personal relationships. So good. But in our brokenness and sin, we struggle to connect. We don't know how to live and we long for a way out. We try to control the outcomes of our lives all the while hoping there is a way beyond our pain and mistakes. These inherent longings are what Dr. Daniel Strange calls the magnetic points. They are like itches that need a good scratch. We all experience them and we can't get away from them. Again and again, we will attempt to scratch the itch. But like that spot in the middle of your back that you can't quite reach. Oh, I don't don't like when that happens. (laughs) Um, We cannot satisfy any of these itches on our own. We are being drawn toward a savior and only he can reach us where we truly need to be met. Okay, so now they're going to list. It looks like he's going to list these five areas. Is there a way to connect? Is there a way to live? Is there a way out? Is there a way to control? Is there a way beyond? So those are the five itches that he's talking about here. Way to connect which I can see that one. Is there a way to live? Absolutely. How am I supposed to live? I followed the American dream in my past, and that was a lie. For me, it was a lie. You know, work hard, save money, retire, live happily ever after. Lie. Lie. Is there a way out? Well, that same example, I thought there was a way out. Guess what? It wasn't the way out. Is there a way to control? No. I can equivocally, unequivocally say that no. There is no way out to control anything. The only thing you can really control are your thoughts. And even those, you really need to work at controlling your own thoughts. You have to hold them captive when they come. If they're if they're destructive, if they're negative, if they're not serving you, that's when you have to hold them captive. Is there a way beyond? That's where hope is. That's what we just talked about in the uh, verse of the day is the hope. That is the way beyond. As Christians, understanding how Jesus satisfies these itches will not only draw us closer to him, But the peace we find in him will attract others seeking the same relief. In other words, when we know how Jesus scratches the itch, we can find culturally relevant ways to share that hope with the people around us. And our magnetic faith will draw people to Jesus. And that's what those of us who follow Jesus, I don't know if you're a follower of Jesus or not, but that's what we're called to do. That's our purpose was be able to share with others the hope that we have. Um, And that's all we have to do. 
And I think what this what this devotional is trying to say is, okay, here's some common ways that people, the masses, humanity, is struggling. So just knowing that gives us insight on the kind of personal, genuine stories that we can share with people. I love that. I have to make a note of that. People, humanity, the masses. So I'm sure like I related to a couple of these things. You probably do as well. So a way to connect. Way to live. Way out. Way to control. Ooh, I'm getting a good brainstorm. Way beyond. This is really good. Okay, I'm just going to make a little note here. I'm doing another podcast starting on Mondays. That I might use these questions as a basis for the interview. I think that would be really cool. Okay, see how God works? You always have to be open and curious. You can't um you can't pre think anything. It's like you have to be in the moment, each and every moment, because you never know when the Holy Spirit is going to speak to you. So that was really, really good. What just hit me there. Ah, I love it. That's how the Holy Spirit works, y'all. Even in the middle of doing a podcast, I can get an insight that I know is Holy Spirit inspired. And how do I know? It's because I believe it. Because I don't believe in what I see necessarily with my senses. It's the Holy Spirit in me that speaks and is always speaking with that soft voice. I just have to be ready to listen and then take action. And if, if, if I heard wrong, guess what? The Spirit is still there to guide me. That's the beautiful part. All right. Ask yourself. How do I see God's eternal power and his divine nature revealed in the world? Oh, that's a big question. I think um, it's, re it's revealed in the world differently by those who have the eyes to see and the ears to hear versus those who are sleepers. That's my common term, sleepers. People who are just, they're not necessarily defiant. Now, there are some of those that are defiant, like God doesn't exist and they're crazy that way. <clears throat> I'm not saying they're crazy. I'm just saying they're crazy, you know, about their yelling and screaming about God not existing. You don't have to yell and scream about it. That's what I was talking about as far as crazy. But there are people also who are just ignorant. And I think that's the way I was. I just didn't know for most of my life about God, never opened a Bible, anything. So um, that's a different category of people. So 
because the, here's, the, here's the reality. If you don't know Jesus, if you're not following Jesus, the Bible makes no sense to you. That's when I say, if you have eyes to see and ears to hear, it, it won't make any sense. So you have to be steeped in it. You have to understand and invest time, meditate in it, build a relationship with Jesus, and then you'll start to see and understand. Okay, so that's how I see God's eternal power and his divine nature revealed in the world. And I mean, his power is just revealed in all the beauty. Back to, I think, the beginning of this, um, all the beauty and peace and love that I see in the world, I know is attributed to him. Any divisiveness is is the enemy. And, it, and it's all happening happening in the spiritual realm, in our minds. That's where the battle is being fought. And that's what Jesus came for, is to rescue us spiritually. That's it. That's why he came. It's beautiful. How have I experienced these magnetic points, itches in my life? So that's kind of what I went through as I was reading them. Is there a way to connect? Yeah, absolutely. I've been in that. Oh, I've been there in my earlier life a lot, um, trying to figure out how to connect. Is there a way to live? Yeah, I thought I knew the way to live. But that proved false. So now, yes, I know there's a way to live with Jesus, just working right alongside Jesus. Is there a way to connect? Yeah. I use Jesus' teachings. Absolutely. Is there a way out? Listen, I don't need a way out. I'm here for a reason. So I don't need a way out. I marvel and uh, am joyful every day and anticipating every day to see how God how Jesus, how the Holy Spirit is going to work in and through me, not only to refine me to look more like Jesus, but to help transform the world out there through the light that I can shine on people. Um, so yeah, I don't need a way out. This is great. Is there a way to control? No, there's no way to control. It's all surrender. 100% surrender. Control doesn't even come into the mix. Is there a way beyond? Is there a way beyond this? Yes, of course. Jesus came and we're justified. And now by continuing to have Jesus in the relationship with him, that's how we're sanctified going forward into eternity. It's not through good works. It's through transformation. These are gifts that we have. So, it, you know, that's the big thing. Some people who grow, grew up in churches, they're always like, oh, yeah, I feel like obligations. And it was the rules. And I had to do, do, do. No. I mean, James talks about, yes, you have to take faith without action is, is dead. I agree with that. But it's Holy Spirit-inspired action. It isn't Robert-inspired action. That's the difference. Okay. Commit to taking notes, journaling through this plan, which I am doing. And if, you know, if, if, if you're listening to this and you want to know what this plan is, just message me back. I have ways to contact in the show notes and I'll get you this plan. 
Designate one page for each of the magnetic points. Start today by asking to show God to show you how you're scratching these itches apart from him. Oh, yeah, if you're doing it apart from him. That's the key. Mm. That's a good question. Have to contemplate that one some more. That's really good. All right. Um, in this world of uncertainty, I can always be sure of you as I work through this plan, increase the magnetism of my faith so that the people in my life will be drawn to you. Amen. That is the bomb diggity here. And he notes Romans one. And for the sake of time, I'm not going to read through all these, but you can read through them. Romans one is the verse that he quoted. Let's see here. Yeah, I better, I better cut it off right there. So anyway, Thank you so much for joining me on Coffee and Christ. This has been Robert Bolden, Life Transformed. Our challenge is coming up in January, middle of January. Be on the lookout for ways. I think I'll even put a, a link in the show notes for how you can uh, get into our free challenge, purpose challenge. You can find your purpose. If you don't have a purpose or if you've got a purpose and you want to fine tune it, that's what we are here to do. It's going to be an amazing challenge. We're going to add value to you, so much value to you. And our hope is at the end of that seven days over just over two weeks, one session every other day that you can get recordings to as well, that uh, you will allow us to make you an offer to join our community. That's it. All right. So have a great rest of your morning, afternoon, or evening, and we'll see you the next time on coffee and Christ. Take care.